PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. This Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. What's up, guys? It is episode 457. We're doing the thing. It, it's That's how I'm starting this one. You know why? Because it's episode 457. And that's the only way you can start episode 457. If this was 458, it would start differently. If it was 456, that's how it started last week. This is 457. It's new. It's different. It's cool. It's in your face. It's Drusa Cogman. Drusa Cogman. Do it up. Yeah, that happened the episode. So you can, I mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. All right. I did I did start very quickly. I didn't give you <laughs> I usually give you forewarning. I gave you no forewarning on that one. That's on me. That's on me. I got a margarita, though. It's cool. Mm. Good. Mm. I can make you one. You want one and a half? I'll no. make you one at the break. No, no, I'm fine. I got. I now have a selection of tequilas to choose from. Fun. Look, I can smell it from over here. Mm. It's strong. Uh, this one's the Espo. Esposato. Espo. Esposato. I don't know how to. This, this is water. Ah, I need that. It's good stuff. Um, guys, what are you drinking at home? Let us know. Text us at the number below your your drink recipes, and we'll feature uh, the winning drink recipe on next week's show. And you'll get a um, a gift card to uh, I don't know. Drew figured that part out. So we got stuff to talk about. Drew Sakagran. Uh, we're going to talk about No Time to Die, and we're going to do it spoiler free. No uh, deets really. Uh, however, uh, the spoiler episode is out already at patreon.com slash So You and I talked about it for about 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And really, it was just me trying to figure out what the hell was happening with the MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> just, trying <to> tra- <laughs> just trying to track tra- that thing. Tra- tra- track it around the movie. <laughs> like, I think I had a feeling. I think I knew what was going on. No. For the most part, I think I did. Um, but we talk about some big details and big spoilies in that episode. So if you want to hear it, patreon.com slash Crespity. So if you don't want to hear it, sign up anyway, you mother cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a dollar. It's a dollar it's at the tw- minimum. It, it, is, it is $12 a year. $12 a year for uh, way for stuff that takes way more work than you'd, you'd think. You'd be surprised how much, how much time I'm wasting doing that. Um... So we're going to talk No Time to Die. We're also going to do our media diets, which is going to include... Oh, you're going to catch me up a bit on... Because um, I haven't caught up yet. Why the last man? Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about What If Episode 9. That will have spoilers in it, people. So be be ready for those. Clearly, clearly earmarked spoilers. And uh, what else are we going to talk about? Well, and then we have the second half. we got questions in the Facebook group and a bunch of new stories. Drew Stacogber. Let's start with that James Bondery. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Anna the Armist was awesome. Anna the Armist was awesome. She's fantastic in this movie. Uh, she has been all over like the marketing too. Like they've yeah. been featuring her pretty heavy. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, she's great in this. She was. I, want, I wanted more of her. More Agreed, hundred percent. She was great. I think everyone was pretty good. I mean, I mean, Arnold Lynch was good. Yeah, the movie was good as a whole. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it, it was, was enjoyable. Fun. It was. It was. It was a fitting end to the saga. I think it's better than Spectre. Yeah, I definitely walked out of Spectre being like, mm, you know. 
is it better than Skyfall? I don't know. Nah, I, I think that it depends on what you're looking for in a Bond I think, movie. I think so as well. Um, I'm, I'm looking the for... the action scenes in this were crazy. They are really good. Like the the stuff with the motorcycle. Yes. In, what was that, Greece? Yes. That uh, was... Because it's like at the Acropolis. Yeah, yeah, all the motorcycle stuff was great. All the car stuff. That's stuff that you would expect also from a Bond movie. Yeah. But this does have top-notch uh, direction. The entire movie, like you could pull any frame, any single frame from the movie and just like frame... Hang it, blow it up, frame it, hang it up on your wall. Like it, it's a gorgeous looking yeah, movie. It is, and I'm almost positive it's shot on film because it, okay. like the, the, the way it looks, the depth of field, the warmth of it, the way that you can shoot fire and stuff like that. Like the lights don't get blown out and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks so, so good. Um, and then you know what else? Uh, it's kind of weird. So like they do the traditional Bond opening credits. First of all, what do you think of the No Time to Die theme song? Oh, with Billy Eilish. Song? Yes, the Billy Eilish. It's song. okay. It's just fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I feel like the the last couple of Bond movies, <clears throat> the opening themes are all no. They settled on a style. They're all slow jams. They're all very slow. Yeah. The Adele one. Well, mm-hmm. the last one was like Sam Smith, I think. Um, and then this one, yeah, it's all very the same, it's very just, much the same. It's just a different vocalist. And I feel, yes, right? Just a different vocalist. Mm-hmm. Makes me think the 80s were the best time for Bond themes, because yeah, like, fucking Paul McCartney do one, yeah, Duran Duran do one, like, they, and they were much more up-tempo. Even the ones in the 60s and 70s were usually more up-tempo. I don't like these down-tempo ones. No. Uh, especially when they're, like, three-minute, four-minute sequences. Like, I'm kind of just zoning out a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't really paying attention to, like, the names and the credits. So I was just letting it all wash over me. And then, as the movie was playing, first early on in the movie, uh, during, like, a lot of that motorcycle stuff that's happening in the beginning, right? That we, You see a lot of that in the trailer, too. There's the music had, like, a couple, like, musical cues, musical stings. So I'm like, man, they must have used, uh, like, a tenant for the Temp soundtrack or something, and then they scored it to the... To, it sounds like... It sounds very Christopher Nolan-y, yeah. the, this Bond music. And then uh, later in the in the Cuba sequence, um, there's a moment where they're like, all right, let's go do some badass shit. They turn around and go do some badass shit, and then the music kicks in, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, the, the, the Bond, a part of the Bond theme song, but it kicks in, like, really heavy with, like, big horns and drums. And I thought to myself in the movie, like, this is, like... <laughs> The best Bond theme, like the best Bond music, best Bond score mm. that I think I've ever heard. Like this, it, why? Why is it so elevated? What's going on? Know. Why is it so big and bombastic and awesome? Someone liked it. This, someone did their job this time. I don't know. Someone. Well, uh, the original composer left due to creative differences with the director Kerry Fukunaga, so they had to kind of scramble a bit for a last minute replacement. That last minute replacement. Ended up being you ready for the twist that I find out afterwards when I came home? Sure. Hans Zimmer. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goddamn Hans Zimmer Bond theme. That's why. And I'm like, has he even done I look I went through his whole uh-huh. thing. He's never done a Bond movie before. And this is him stepping in to to fill somebody else's shoes. Yes. And it's like so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's there, fucking, there it's you fucking go. good. So you're just a fan of Hans Zimmer. His uh for sure his like last 15, 20 years worth of stuff. It's because he's been around for so long. His stuff from like the eighties and nineties, he's got some questionable you know. Like he did the score for True Romance. One of the things I don't like about True Romance is the uh bling 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 
that whole like and child's I, it's theme. weird it's a it, weird it, choice it is it, it's definitely a weird choice but i've grown to love it because i've seen watch the movie because, so yeah it's a, it's a classic <laughs> droovy absolutely i understand that i understand that 100 percent. still but it's a odd choice it is no it's a very odd choice and it's hans zimmer it's, yeah. a, it's a young baby hans zimmer uh, but now he's all like he's going on the opposite of that where it's all big horns and, and big flaps and thumps and bombs and stuff like that and now with Dune it's going to be all like whoa like chanting and, yeah. and shit or whatever uh, so it's like a great the movie looks fantastic like it looks gorgeous the last couple have I mean the last two were done by Sam Mendes um, and even Casino Royale has like just a good workman like look to it but so many of the Bond movies before are just they just make them like kind of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Naturalistic looking. They're they're not really going for style. They're just having like making good looking fun movies. But now more recently, now the movies are like stylized way more in a more auteur sort of way. That is a uh, very cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder if they're gonna keep that up or if they're gonna go back to like now nah, we need something that looks kind of like Goldeneye or which just still looks fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of TV like maybe. Um. Which is funny, Carrie Fukunaga coming from True Detective. Mm-hmm. But then uh, True Detective was like an eight-hour movie. No. Right? Those things are so goddamn... When it's one director doing the whole thing. Anyway, so... What do you think of how it fits in the in the pantheon of the... Because I know you're not the biggest Bond fan. Yeah. But you've seen all the Craig ones. <clears throat> Can you rank them? Could you, could you put them in any sort of order where you're like, mm, like maybe one or two and a three? Because I think I know what I my from on first I mean, blush. Skyfall. Yeah, I think so. It's probably number one. I, I I I'm going to say Casino Royale is probably number two. What? what what's what are the, Quantum of Solace. Which one's that one? That, that, ha, it's the <laughs> It's the shortest Bond movie at 90 minutes. It's the second one where it's him and Oka Kirilenko. Okay, and, 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 and that's and, all. That's all I can remember about and, that one. And then there's this one. No time to die. So then this one and then that one, because I, I think barely so. remember that one. I, I, I just saw- that's fair. I think Skyfall is, even outside of the kind of corny Home Alone ending, like the House Full of Booby Traps, no. that little bit. Uh, that's a small bit in a big movie. I think that holds up. It's like a great fucking movie, right? Casino Royale is uh, just a banger, though. Yeah, it, it's it like, is. It is start to finish. Like It propels. It's good. Um, it's got some great stunts. It looks awesome. Uh, I like Matt Mickelson. Man, this is fucking great. He's so good. The thing against that movie is how they changed, because in the book and in the original 60s movie, it's Baccarat that they play, mm-hmm. but we don't know Baccarat. Because no. we're no, 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 Exactly. So, Texas Hold'em. And unfortunately, <laughs> what was this, 2005, right? A little late. 2006, it was like trying to be on the back of the Texas poker hold, craze. No, hold'em craze. But it was like on the end of the craze. No. So even by then, it's like, oh my God, we guess. And then in the movie. And now Bond's doing it. Yeah. And now Bond, first off, now Bond's doing it. He also uh, goes up against a parkour guy, another very like of the time thing. And um, when they're playing the Texas Hold'em, because they're one of the Hedger bets, they have like the old man character who's like, he now has a, 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 a royal flesh. If the other character gets a king, then he would have. Like he's explaining yeah. it to uh-huh. another character, yeah. hence to us, the audience. So Just in case you don't know poker. Oh my god! And it's like a twenty-minute sequence. Oh my god! I don't. I don't know. It's a long sequence that is jazzed up by him getting poisoned at the table, mm-hmm. and then he has to like depoison himself somehow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I got mixed feelings about that. Well, hmm. it is what it is. But it's, I think I, I agree. I, at first blush. Having only seen this movie once and having just seen it, 
I would agree with that. That feels that feels good. Um, but because they, they're also just like Bond movies, so it is just mainstream, right down the middle. And same, this is the first Bond movie to be directed by an American. Well, I mean, it was fine. USA. USA, 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 USA. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got on that one. I enjoy, Americanist. I enjoy it for what it was. I think it's enjoyable. I think it's fine. I think it's good. If you like Bond, check it out. Um, can you look up how much you made? Because uh, it, it's on like four thousand screens, uh, which is made more possible by the lack of movies. Like our Drew, our Regal is a twenty screen Regal, but it's only shown eight movies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like five of those screens are dedicated to James Bond, and there are a decent amount of people in our six o'clock show. Fifty six million. Fifty six opening weekend, not bad. The studio was given a conservative estimate of about sixty million, um, and some people were thinking maybe it gets like eighty. Uh, that still seems about accurate. Mm. Uh, so almost sixty this weekend. It'll for sure make a hundred, maybe hundred and twenty five. Because there's not that many movies coming out between now and Christmas. Mm. It, it has some room. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with Venom after a few weeks, because that had that monster opening weekend last weekend. No. Um, so, boom! It's a thumbs up-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I give it a thumbs up. It gives a, qual- it gives a qualified thumbs up. It gives a proper... It's a proper British... It's definitely not the worst of up. the Daniel Craig movies. Not even... No. No, it's not. Because like you said, Quantum of Solace, I remember, the only thing I remember about that I movie I is walking For some out, reason, I can't remember anything about it. Can't remember anything about it, right? The only thing I remember about it is walking out of the theater and being like, Bleh. Like, what a what a lousy follow-up to Casino Royale being so good. And also, also not being surprised either. Because um, GoldenEye is a good movie, but the fo- the three following Brazen movies, I saw them all in theaters, didn't like any of them. No. Um, and this is when I'm like in high school and in college, because I remember seeing Die Another Day in college. Didn't like any of them. They're all bad movies. With the Brosnan ones? The Brosnan ones. Except, all, except, except for the first one. Yeah, GoldenEye was the good... Everything, everyone else was so fucking forgettable. So then Casino Royale was good. All right, it's good. <clears throat> and then the next one is bad. I'm like, all right, now we're back to the Brosnan no. formula. Where the first mm-hmm. one's good and the rest are going to stink. And then Skyfall comes out and you're like, what? <laughs> and then Spectre's like, man. Yeah. Uh, and then this one's pretty good. It's like, yeah. This one's pretty good. This one feels like there's more I expect from a, a Bond movie overall. And I like it. No. I don't like it. Does that problem? Agreed. Sure. Do I care? No. 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 Because you it's know fine. why? You know why? No. Because I like of you do of you do a kill and uh, and diamonds are forever. I mean, and it's a Bond like movie. That. That's a precisely correct. It's like the twenty sixth one, the twenty fifth yeah. one. I mean, yes. it's still, I, I, I mean, yes, these things have been elevated of sorts recently into more of this, you know, big budget, fun super spy action yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. But it's still it's still so, Bond movie. It's still Bond movie. <laughs> Still a movie. I don't care how many Academy Award nominees you put in a Fast and Furious movie. It's still <coughs> Fast and Furious. I don't give a shit. You got Hellmere in it. It's still Fast and Furious yeah. 9. Exactly. Fast and Furious presents <laughs> Fast 9. How come they didn't present their own movie? Fast and Furious presents Fast 9, the birth of Fast. Yes, the birth of Fast. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the birthing. It's so funnily the birth, the birth of the Fast. Hey, we're not going to eat for eight, eight hours. <laughs> You, you ain't you ain't you not not eating nothing, Dom. You're not taking no fast. I'm gonna do the furious. <laughs> you do the fast. I'll okay. do the furious. Okay. Yeah, cool. we we see that belly. Uh, did we talk about that? The picture of him on the yacht. I think we did. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. Where for me that kind of shit's forgettable. Yeah, it is forgettable. But it's it's funny though, where in in different angles. Because first off, it's it's like yeah, of course he's having 
sleeveless shirts in this movie is, but he never takes off his shirts. His yeah. arms are huge, but then he has got a big old belly. Oh. It looks like stretched to the limit, full of food. It's fine. But but then again, yes, it's fine because <laughs> the picture of him was taking like on his fucking, selling himself on his yacht. Yeah. Like uh-huh. in, in a beautiful vista somewhere yeah. where he has like one life. Let his belly be as big as it wants to be. Good I mean, for, that's, yeah. If he wants to present himself he's, as he, a muscle man in a movie and, and be fat in, in real life, who gives a shit? He's obviously eating well. He's eating well enough to not have a heart attack or something. Maybe he's on that uh, Lexapro or what do you need for the... I'm going to drink a little more margarita here. I don't, I don't have anywhere to drive today, so... There you go. Um, I watched The Guilty on Netflix. So did I. What'd you think? It was fine. How many eyes? One. That is correct. Well done. <laughs> That's a correct, okay. That's a correct answer. Okay. What? Yes. It's fine. It's fine. Should, but it's like it should be better, right? You uh, feel like watching it, like yeah, eh, like it's almost, it's like it's on its way to being a very good movie, or no, you're just the whole time like whatever, it's fine. I mean, it, it gave me, uh, it reminded me of Locke. Yeah, absolutely. Because, it's a bottle. It's a bottle movie. Yeah. Um. But for whatever, I don't know. I mean, it was good. To, I'll tell you what. The mm-hmm. people who did the voice acting on the phone fucking yeah. blew it out of the goddamn water. Uh, uh, if, <laughs> if they don't, if they don't do well, then this thing is then this thing sucks. And they did very well. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, I'll, I'll give them props. Okay. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal goes fucking all out <laughs> that's in dad, this fucking movie. That's why dad said. He was so, like, he looked at me like, was it too much? I think it was too much. I was like, I don't know. If he doesn't act, like this movie has nothing yeah, else. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just him. For people who don't know what this is, it's the guilty on Netflix. Jalen Hall plays a cop who, what's the word I'm looking for? Improbably has been busted down to paid admin duty, but that admin duty is 911 operator, operator, which does yeah. not is not how it works. And he gets he, he gets a phone call that he goes kind of like rogue detective on. Yes, and he becomes <laughs> yes, and then the whole movie is him in the call center and mostly him just at a phone and yeah. at his computer. And it's for probably like an people. entire day. Over a night, I think. Because it's, it's definitely like most of a shift, and then he stays after the shift. Yeah, so I think it's over the course it, of a whole night. And then it's the next morning. I mean, the sun definitely comes yeah. up when he leaves. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a... I do like that, how it's not real-time-ish, but it's like a short, kind condensed of, amount of time. Yeah. So this is a remake of a 2018 Danish film. Well, maybe maybe it's just the way that he perceives time, because he's having some... Fucking, <laughs> he's having issues. He, he's having his own issues. He, they definitely should have like showed him popping pills or doing something, because he's like, yeah, he's stressing the fuck out. No. Um, so it's a remake of a 2018 movie called The Guilty, where it's the exact same setup. Available on Hulu right available now. Available on actually. Hulu. It's, it, it'll be interesting to watch and where you can see how uh, how little this version deviates from that one. Okay. It's yeah. it's fascinating. So when I saw that movie at the Florida Film Festival that year, yeah. it must have been 2018, um, I remember... I went into it knowing nothing. I just knew it was called The Guilty, and it was a thriller, and it was international. That's all I knew. So, like, 20 minutes into the movie, I'm like, I think this thing is just, like, staying with this guy at this... At, like, yeah. this is fascinating. So, knowing nothing about it and then going into it, that hooked me for a while. Um, and then, like, the story unve- reveals itself in the same way it does yeah. in this one. So then by the time it gets to the end, I'm sort of like, mm. <laughs> I had the same feeling. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's a cool... Concept. It's it's, it's locking a nine one one operating yeah. or whatever uh, call so, center. So it, ha- it relies heavily on their performance. Yes, and I mean you can have fun with this story. I like I like, I like the twists. The twists were fine. 
um, what I feel like. So you have the, the twist in him doing his investigating, and then you have the ultimate reveal of why he's been busted down to paid leave yeah. and he's off the street. And you're supposed to uh, connect the two, and they connect the two in an emotional way. But both in the 28th, rewatching this made me remember why I didn't necessarily love keep, the other yes. one. Yes, and it's because I feel like those things don't fully connect. No. Like you talk about one thing, it to it, it gets to a thing, and then he's like, "Well, that's just my story." And then you're like, eh, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, fine, I guess." Sure, sure. Um, it's like not compelling enough, yeah. right? Uh, it this my dad. So my dad did see this movie, right? So it did give me an opportunity to talk to my parents about like bottle episodes and movies that take place in like single locations like that I got to explain that whole thing to them and then I got to explain to them Locke and I was like okay. oh yeah Drew and I saw yeah. a movie where Tom Hardy just takes makes phone calls in a in car, a car. Uh, for an hour and a half and it was riveting <laughs> uh, I was so invested for whatever reason yeah, I don't know why yeah man uh, and when I explained to my mom like oh he has to do this and this yeah. like her eyes wide I'm like what that's what happens I was like, yeah, yeah it's really it's really it's good bonkers. so it's possible to do that I love I, I love the reveal of why Tom Hardy is on, why he's on, driving on this trip yes yeah. and then he's like now the next call is going to be my wife <laughs> you're like what, what? And we're gonna sit here. We have to sit here as the phone, as it dials. Yeah, yeah, like, oh like, my god, the it, dread. No, yeah, exactly. It's weird. So that movie yeah. gives you a dread for what's gonna happen. This movie doesn't deliver that. In a, in a small way, it does give you like the the thrill of the twist that happened. Yeah. You know, there's some like multiple twists, but, but it's also sort of Law and Order level. Yeah, in kind a way, of. right? Um, and then the whole thing with it being Danish and now this being the American version. Like, I bet you over Danish, where is that? Dutchland? Doinmark? Doinmark? Over there in Doinmark. <laughs> the, uh, I bet you, like, the cops operate the 911. Like, I bet you that's a thing. Yeah. I bet you that makes sense over, over there. there. But over here. Nah, it doesn't, that's not what happens. You wouldn't put a cop at a 911 call center. Um, they did add one thing that was compelling at first. For me, uh, as a person who had seen the original, but then did not play out throughout the movie, and that was the fire. No, just in the background. The fire in yeah. the background, and how they're like responding to a lot of calls. Um, that's complicating matters with how many with units every, they well, have. Well, with everything, it makes yeah. everything but, more difficult because it's always yeah. in the background. The fire because there's a giant fire right outside, and yeah. maybe that's then symbolic of like his big secret that he has, the reason why he's on paid leave. Because they keep saying, "Hey, man, tomorrow's your day in court. You'll be no. back on the street." So maybe the fire in the background is his the guilty. It's no. his guilt for all that. No, stuff. I mean, I mean, symbolic end, symbology. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end, the fire's. Kind of contained, at least. It's contained. In the, spoiler alert, in the end, the fire is contained <laughs> to the guilty. Um, like, visually, it was interesting. And then the call center, this, yeah. this $10 million call center, well, I don't know where the fuck they are. Digital fire. So, everywhere. yeah, it's crazy looking. Um, they added that. I mean, it was very, it's, it makes it, I guess, uniquely L.A. Yes, that's true. Yeah, because I'd buy that. Like, oh, shit, they would have to because deal with that's, that once a year now. Yeah. During fire season. <laughs> that's a year. That's a yearly event now. <laughs> when is fire season? Are we coming up with fire season or is that after Christmas? That sucks, man. Hmm. No good place to live anymore. Um, oh, you guys have a sinking or it's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> at the same time. One half of the, fly, or one half of the country is like my, dry and on fire. The other half my, is sinking. My favorite is watching these hurricanes uh, hit Florida or Texas or somewhere in the Gulf. Yeah. And then just go through Georgia and the Carolinas, go 
into the Atlantic and then sweep the Northeast as a quote-unquote nor'easter. Yeah. And then, like, all of New York City floods. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, their infrastructure <laughs> is not set for modern hurricanes with the what the climate change hurricanes that we got coming that dump more water. They ain't set for that. We're not set for that. Nobody is. No, we're fucked. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna podcast as far as we can, guys, until the until the water washes away all the servers. <coughs> uh, we're 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 playing the fiddles on the Titanic. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Not not the violins because those guys are up top. I mean, we're, we're it, down the it might take. A, I have no idea how long it takes. All all the science is so com- conflicted. Yeah, because it's hard to predict. Yeah, no, exactly. It just I I think we can all agree on one thing though. It does seem to be happening faster than anyone thinks it was gonna. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I was. Re- I'm I'm just hoping that I get to. Pass peacefully before the apocalypse. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> That's all. I, I, I did my part. I'm not spreading my genes, so my children won't have to deal with the apocalypse. For real, I feel sorry for little little babies born now. Got to deal with the shit oh, that will have to deal with that shit. They will have to, especially. I mean, you think Instacart's gonna be around in ten years? Probably not. Probably not. Not when, not when you're not when you're f- killing dogs or food. No. Unless you're using Instacart to get dog food. To, for you to eat, maybe maybe because cap- maybe, all, capitalism, all the dogs are dead. maybe capitalism will be a good thing to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That actually makes sense. We love we love the capitalists. patreoncom crespity So sign up for the five dollar level today, where you got to dictate the content that we create. If you don't want to do that, but still want to give us money, four dollars a month, that'd be great. We'll take your monies. I'll, I'll I'll put those monies back into the show. I've done it already with new equipment. We got a new board, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, we need monies. We we pray to the god of capitalism, also to the to the lord of the church of what was last week's thing about the church? Church of cinema. So uh, B- both of whom look down and laugh. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they hate us. They hate us peasants, or us plebes, or us plebes who know who are poor, a poor, and b know nothing of art. <laughs> uh, we're Philistines. The uh, so the guilty is like it's a, it's a fine 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 scale for sure fine. Um, what if episode nine spoilies for the next couple of minutes? If you care, well, I don't think it really matters. Um, what if Ultron? Uh, what if the Watcher interfered mm-hmm. and and created the Multiverse Avengers? <laughs> the, 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 the Guardians of the Multiverse, <laughs> Chicago. The, the weirdly specific how they yeah. didn't go with an Avengers thing. It's like yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, technically they had Gamora. And yeah, they had a version of a Star Lord. That's fair. So that's that's two of them at least. <laughs> that's fair, actually. You're right. They have two. Ver- they have two of the five. Right. It's like five uh-huh. or six. Okay. Well, I'd buy that. Um, Guardians of the Multiverse. What do you think of the episode? It was. It and was the, fun. And the season. Now that it's over. I I uh, I, I like it. I li- I like all the weird tentacle squid shit. That was fucking. Yes. Bonkers. So <laughs> r- rumor, rumor is tentacle guy, tentacle demon, that he is a main villain or one of the main. One of the main villains of Multiverse of Madness, and even Supreme Strange, okay, that version of him yeah, will pop up okay. in Multiverse of Madness okay. probably. Yeah. So uh, if you like that, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's, get ready it's, for live action, quote live action, same cool version of it. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. And then I like the um, the team is it's a weird fun team that he puts together, yeah. including the Gamora who killed Thanos. Which we never we never saw, yeah, and made me be like, did I, damn, <laughs> did I miss an episode? No. Did it happen in a thing that I wasn't I paying attention? So. Uh, you know what? You know what had happened, Drew was what if was originally a ten episode 
series. And that was the episode. And that was the episode that got lost to the pandemic. Oh. Uh, but it will, they're still going to finish it and do it, and it'll be part of season two. So we'll still get to see the story yeah. of... But it's not really going to make a lot... I mean, how's it going to make sense? It, maybe season <laughs> two will be more anthology style and, yeah. instead of having an overall arc. Yeah, or, or maybe... That ends up happening. Yes, or maybe they'll... Uh, um, find a way to pull something else from that episode instead of pulling Gamora the watcher has yeah. to go back and pull who knows they can do it it's a what if they can do whatever the fuck they want right so yeah we're gonna get still gonna get to see that one which seems fun they got the, the infinity stone crusher yeah that thing like when when he's when she slapped it down on and Ultron she, and she's like she like, turned it, it on it's like fully formed I was like damn that was quick yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fast as fuck I was like I thought like I thought they started to make it I thought I was gonna see how they made it no it's just like fully yeah, formed she already there. had it so she must have used it on yeah. Thanos right on the glove she used, like it on, she used it on the glove on the gauntlet so when she snaps it down on him and it just starts like grinding away I was like whoa <laughs> No. It's a little more violent than I thought the well, it's, that it would it's be. Gotta, it's got to kill the yeah. It's, sort of, it's, it's using one stone to, to use the power to grind down the rest. That's what. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, every stone is different. They found a way to sneak around yeah. that. It's cute. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I like, universe, which makes sense. I mean, we just yeah. did see a bunch of fucking different Infinity Stones at the desks. Yeah, as pa- being used as paperweights which in is, the TVA. So. so, so those stones are, are they just happen to be worthless in that? Dimension wherever the, wherever the TVA is, maybe. So where is the TVA? I think I think that I think the TVA is kind of like the in between. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Kank Kank set up some sort of in between type of scenario to to, to po- I mean, it's, a it's, pocket it's, dimension to keep all these people. Either that, or it's it's the multi it's a multiverse where you know so someone has com- well where a Kang I guess maybe has complete control or yeah. or. Kang was destroyed and those weird robots were making everything or I don't know. Well, I guess the TVA was in the universe that Kang was, he was cutting off all the branches. So there's only one universe. Yeah. So the TVA exists somewhere in that universe, I guess. Somewhere, maybe. I don't know. I mean, man, multiverses are confusing. You got to You got to use one of those, uh, Digital giant pagers to get in and out. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly how it all works. Yeah, you got to use those like pocket, those pocket Game Boy things to yeah. uh, to get around. Uh, I love the design aesthetic of Loki. It looked, that show looked so cool. Yeah, it was fun. It looked so cool. Um, yeah, man. What if was fun? I thought it was cool. It was enjoyable. I, I, I like the animation. Still, kind of threw me off in the beginning, but I I grew to like. I, it. I like. Parts of it, yeah. I, I thought it was fine. I grew to like it. The the, the slow motion, well, uh, at times, like they can have some really cool, evocative images, and I like the uh, um, uh, what's it? The uh, eh, never mind. So what if episode nine done? Dunzo Bunzo, Hawkeye next in November. Is that uh, live action? Live action Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, Staley. Haley Stanley Hanfield, <laughs> Haley Steinfeld, uh, niece of Body by Jake, uh, is Kate Bishop. Okay. Ooh, maybe Body by Jake will have a cameo as as maybe Kate he, Bishop's uncle, or maybe he could be a bad bad guy. Or yeah, something. that'd be fun. Look at this old weird muscle guy with his, his melted pecs. Looks like uh, left the Easter Bunny out in the sun for five minutes. You know, you know, get them. Yeah. them yep. fud, the, I, I get it. Them fudgies. Yeah. The. Uh, I'm doing all this, doing all this without my notes. <laughs> what else do I got here? Uh, oh, you know what I did? 
This is actually a rewatch of why they because it's uh, it's October. It's a spooky season. For example, we on the patreon.com slash quest where you can sign up for anywhere from one to five dollars a month. Uh, we released an episode on Hocus Pocus. We just put out our arachnophobia episode. Uh, we got another spooky episode coming out this Friday. Um, so in the spooky mood on Shudder, I rewatched season one of Channel Zero. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, good, the, the really weird, good one. Yeah, I think it's the best season. Um, I, watched, I remember really liking season four, but season one is for yeah, sure the best. I, I watched parts of season two and I was like, you know what, I'm giving up on this show. Two is the house, the moving haunted house one. That one has a great setup, but the eventual is like, eh. Every season is, is just dealing with grief and the loss of loved ones. The, the guy who you know. did the show was just like really going through it when shit. he wrote yeah. it. He was really doing it. Um, season four, I remember being really good. And what I like about the show, and it does hold up for every season, at least that I've seen, is how it's sort of like a supernatural thing. Whatever is happening that's crazy, it has like a supernatural element to it that is also never fully explained. There's never, this is why it's happening, or it's this reason, or they never bother doing that. So the whole thing maintains like a nightmare logic mm-hmm. to it that, that keeps you on edge the whole time. And you're like, what's going on? And uh, and it, and season one is fucking good. The Candle Cove season with Paul Schneider. And it's six episodes at 43 minutes. So I just did two episodes a night for three nights. And it was like easy to watch right before going to bed. Uh, super cool. I might watch season four again because that's a good one. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend people check out Channel Zero. Yep. It's all it's all on Shutter right now. Four seasons or short seasons. They may be your bag. They may not be. But I mean, God, there's so much content out there. What the, Jesus. What the fuck do you? Yeah. What the fuck do you want? God it, it, damn it! It is kind of ridiculous. People are making me crazy. Uh, what are you watching, Drew? Uh, oh well, tell me about Why Last Man. So yeah, Why the Last Man season six? Yeah, I mean episode six, episode six, and it's, do we I know mean, how many? Did we look that up? How many? I think episodes? there's going to be 10. ten, right? I think you looked yeah. that up already. Yeah. Um, you're the one who watched the show, yeah. So you have a basis of like you know where they're going, who the characters are. Yeah, I mean it's pretty faithful so far for the most part. I mean they've made some choices here and there. You mean because, you mean deviations? Yeah. Well, and the only reason why is because like uh. And the, in the because it's a comic book, you know, you have the, you can explore different things in different places. So like, it, in every month, like there'd be maybe like two or three pages mm-hmm. where they tell part of the story mm-hmm. of like world building yeah. through a different character, like somewhere else. Sure. So like you know there'll be a character that does the, like there was always this side, this recurring side character that you that met they met up with eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh that was uh, like a, a supermodel before the apocalypse, and then mm. and then she ends up uh, not striking it rich, but making a living uh, moving dead bodies for the government afterwards. Interesting, <laughs> you know, shit like that. So, but they haven't, you know, done any of that Be- stuff because you don't, I mean, I, I, yeah. Because if you do that in the show, then people are expecting to come back to these characters or come back to this thing. Yeah. It's different with a book or a comic. You can take those little side tracks. Yeah, absolutely. Of world building. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that is way cool. So, um, you know, minus that and the fucking digital monkey. I hate that goddamn that, digital that, monkey. Looks, yeah, <laughs> hate that goddamn digital monkey. I mean, you know how hard it is going to be to act with a monkey, but still, yeah, damn. No, I, get, I, 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 I get it. Exactly. But damn, that's like my little made an animated show then. Yeah. Um, 
So you're still uh, overall feeling. Has it improved at all from the very beginning? I when mean, it's like when it first started, it's just like yeah. Where, I mean, where's the hook? A little bit. There's there's some now. There's like political intrigue. Yeah. going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. We so got, we got this uh, super uber conservative lady who woke up from her coma. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And there's still you know they say I mean people still don't the the world doesn't know about York yet. That's true. He's still. He's still a secret yeah. that's being uh, ferreted around by by Agent Three Fifty Five. We saw that trailer, the Three Fifty Five. I, I mean, what I the fuck. I knew knew about Three Fifty Five. I knew about the Culper Ring. But they, I don't the think ring, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't remember that. I mean, I knew. Remember, it was started by George Washington, but I forgot the Three Fifty Five was the first. That was uh, yeah, like that, historically that, accurate. Yeah, yeah. Was, so it's funny that we're yeah. talking about that from the show and the comic. I completely forgot about that. And, and now all of a sudden, there's this movie where it's like the 355. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, wait a minute. It's, what? it's like you know what? I don't want to pay for the right to Charlie's Angels. No one cares about Odin's whatever it's, number. It's her, it's, Let's exactly. do our own thing. Let's it's, give the ladies their own thing. Exactly. I'm fine with it. Yeah. That one's got a good cast. It does. Chastain, Cruz, uh, other people. Looks good. Yeah. Actually, no, it doesn't look good. It looks pretty shitty, but looks fun. Could be I'll fun. Watch it. it could be fun. They tried it with the Ocean's movies. This is like a more action. Like, Ocean's this was is, fine. It was fine. This is like just more action. Yeah, just a lot more. A action. more action version of this. Uh, Ocean's Eight's a perfect movie to like watch in a in the cabin of a cruise ship while you're getting over diarrhea from like drinking too much. <laughs> you know, that's a, it's that type of movie. You just lay in bed and watch it, feel like shit. I'm like, oh, everyone looks nice. <laughs> It's still a Soderbergh movie. That's, you what know? I, that, that's what I did with Secession. That's how I got into Secession. Oh, there you go. Just feeling like shit and watching it. Dude, I was I was in New York and I had kidney well, with stones. The kidney stones. Yeah, with the kidney stones and trip. they yeah. and it just so happened to be that that night, uh, it was the premiere of season two. Mm-hmm. So they had a, a marathon of all of season one, and I caught it from the first episode to the last. So terrible. I watched, just watched it all in a day. That's so funny. Uh, felt like shit the whole time. Do you, when do you watch it now? Do you get body pangs like a, no. like memory muscle? But then the new season. At, le- at least I have news of a new season coming out. I think maybe at the either end of this year or early next year. Yeah, I think so. I think I've seen something online yeah. about a new season. So um, I might have to rewatch it just to remember what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah whiskey. We those nice little bumpers up top yeah. where it's like uh, at the beginning previously at, um, at the beginning of every episode. Like remember because these yeah. story points are going to be important in this, this episode. Yeah, I like on uh, remember on Legion when they had um, John Hamm do the voiceover and he was like um, previously on Legion, but he would say things like obsequiously on Legion <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, what? What do you say? Um, what else? What else? Watch. What was that we were just talking about? Wildlands Man. <laughs> we weren't talking about, we about Wildlands Man. Sorry, we, we took a detour. Yeah, no, we, we just we just chilling. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I'm caught up with that. Damn, I still got to be so behind on everything. What we this do one, in the shadows. This one was fun. They they ran into a siren. Oh, really? Yeah, Colin Robinson falls in love with a siren. With a Staten Island siren? Uh-huh, <laughs> of ter- sorts. That's terrible. That's hilarious. That's, that's, that's <laughs> horrible. Uh, I got man, I gotta catch up on this show. It's so fucking weird, it's man. A, it's a weird, good, fun show, and they announced a season four as well. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, and yeah. then I was there's also that other one, the uh, Wellington one, where it's like oh, the yeah. cops have to deal with uh, all the supernatural. I haven't shit. seen that. Where is that? That is on TV wise. It's on the CW, which I think then for streaming. Where would that be? I think you would need something like a Sling TV or YouTube TV that has access to. To, CW to to like network okay. on demand yeah. stuff maybe Hulu Hulu 
maybe, maybe. Because what's CW? That's Warner Brothers. I don't know. It should be on HBO then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's out there, though. It's out there. It is out there. There's like three but, it's, se- but it's in the same universe? Yes, it is. The exact same universe. And uh, the first three seasons of the show all aired already on New Zealand. And then they're just going back and airing season one here in America. Mm. So it's out there. Maybe on YouTube even? I have not done, as people can tell at home, I have not done the appropriate uh, research ahead of time. But it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it, mate. What else you watch? Well, uh, we just watched uh, something for 12 months of Batman. We just watched, what, The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yes. So, yes, yes, all the extras of The Dark Knight Rises. Yes, you should not remember all The Dark Knight Rises. Just like on the last one, there's a fun little 40-minute documentary. Uh, this one's on Catwoman. So it's called Catwoman, oh, okay. the, feline, the feline femme fatale. Was, it's 30, is, is it as good as the Joker one? It's it's the it's in the same same style, same, same style. And here's the thing, though, because I'm sure I'm sure this was made. I mean, it's been made recently, and just added on because it goes all the way up to the Batman. With, so Zoe Kravitz, with, with exactly. I've seen scenes of the Batman that I didn't see before. No like shit. I've seen parts of the movie now. What? <laughs> well, that's a good reason to fucking watch this thing now, at the so, very least. Get, yeah. Get a when, peek at Matt Reeves the Batman. You do. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. They must be producing these things to get people to watch the new Batman. Yeah, because it, well, because, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I guess maybe I don't know. It's Dude, weird. Well, they didn't mention the no, Joker, did they? Not in the Joker one because he's not in. Yeah. When maybe they'll do one for a penguin. It's interesting. Interesting. It's weird. So it's, it was good. It was entertaining. Yeah, like, no, it was good. And then, like I said, like I like, like now I've seen more like moving pictures of the, Matt Reeves the Batman. It's so that, funny. That I planned on. It's like backdoor <laughs> sneak peek of uh, yeah. the movie that's March, <clears throat> March. I think we still have to wait until this thing comes out. Yeah. Well, you get to see some parts of it. Uh, you, yeah. you get to see Selena Kyle almost full costume. No shit. You in, in costuming. Um, DC fandom is happening this week, uh, and they're gonna put out a new Batman trailer. Uh, well, maybe maybe this is part. Of, maybe these are parts of it. Maybe I bet you. Maybe I bet you this Catwoman thing is gonna air there. Because uh, I know I saw that they're advertising like the Joker doc that he talked about yeah. through the DC fandom. Because it's all a virtual event anyway. They're probably doing this too. And uh, probably then it means we're going to kick off so it's, if it's March. Yeah, it's like six months. Usually for a movie, they wait until six months before it comes out to start the marketing campaign. So uh, Or start it over. Or start it over. And over. Like we're doing with it, jackass. goddamn. I'll give them this. At least they didn't cut a new trailer that gives away more jokes. All right? Just keep showing me the same trailer until February. In front of every single movie. I can't fucking take it. Dude, we're going to see this trailer a minimum, minimum, 20 more times. 20 (laughs) more times. By the time the movie comes out, we're going to have it memorized. I'm trying to actually love the jackass. (laughs) And ends with the bear. Oh, my God. And then ends with the bear. Uh, watch anything else? Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry. You put your phone down because we're talking about other shit. Yeah. And <laughs> we get sidetracked. Uh, but that Catwoman thing sounds really interesting. Catwoman. Oh, I've been, and I've been, I restarted watching Peaky Blinders. So I watch Peaky Blinders. Now what the Peaky Blinders? Again. We got to pick up your blinders. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, with razor blades. With razor blades. Yeah. Oh, my God. They slash. Um, was it Tom Hardy in, like, part of it? Yeah, he's he's in the part. He's in like he's in a se- he starts in season two, okay, and then he comes 
back again in I think like season four because at one point in time it's questionable if he's dead or not interesting yeah because you know contract negotiations no, uh-huh. <laughs> well no or maybe they did kill him and they and, they, and even still they found a way to bring him back because yeah. you, cause you don't I don't think I think it might be an off screen death yeah so it's possible love them off screen deaths maybe bring him back maybe not we don't no. know Gal Gadot might come back to the Fast and Furious movies <laughs> she fell off in the blackness we don't know what she may have landed on a mattress yeah. we don't know what happened out yeah. there and then so. she just decided to like hide out um i need to watch peaky blunders right i should be watching oh, yeah. Dude, watch it. It, how come i haven't watched it people talk uh, a lot about it cillian murphy is great yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. or killian murphy i, don't I, think, I think it's killian i think it's killian. either way uh it's like celtic that, that movie that uh, that show that you were watching uh taboo G- gangs of london Gang- yes okay so the 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 guy who plays the main the kid the main the son yeah the main son yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the leader yeah. like whoever's the, the quote-unquote that guy All he's right. he plays the youngest of three of the three brothers, he's the youngest. He's the youngest blinder. Yeah, and he's he's, he's at the. I mean, he grows up through it, but yeah. like, yeah, he's but he's pretty young at the start of it. Well, I mean, he's just younger. He's just younger. Yeah, uh, man, Gangsland's a good show. But yeah, so I mean, he's probably just playing the same character. Oh man, I need to because he's just a 1920s gangster. I for sure need to watch it. Is I that think, the setting 1920s? Yeah, I don't know why I ever questioned or wondered about what the setting was. It's I know, at, I know. It's old timey. Yeah, nineteen twenties, because the uh, every, everyone's mm-hmm. driving like the first time cars. Ah, so they're still driving lorries and whatnot. Yeah. What's a lorry again? I don't know. Man, it's a fun word though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I pe- re- I rewatch a Peaky Blinders. I rewatch Channel Zero. You're starting up on the Peaky Blinders. Okay, good stuff. Anything else? No, that's it. All right, so good stuff, buddy. Um, we're gonna take a break, guys. Uh, we're gonna have a word from our sponsor, maybe something else. I don't know. And then also we're gonna be coming back with comments from the Facebook group. Delete your Facebook account already. Um, also, uh, there's no emails, but that's fine because I've too many news stories to squeeze into the second half of the show. Get ready for the back nine of Cinema Crespity. So, oh, the guy that Tommy Lee Jones was talking to, was, yeah, was. was at a restaurant, and he and and uh, you know the mentor D said, "Oh, Tommy, I hear you're working with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. He's over in the corner yeah. having uh, having dinner." Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, and I went over and I said, oh yeah, great. I went over and I, I said, hey Tommy, how you doing? Like that, and the blood just drained from his face, <laughs> like oh. like he had been thinking about me 24 You'd hours. You'd already done the movie. He was just fucking. No, no, it was oh. before the biggest scene we have together oh. in the movie, and the blood just drained from his face, and he got he started shaking, and he got up and he went mm, ah, 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 like this. He must have been in mid kill me fantasy or something like that. He was like ah, 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 like this, and he went like to hug me and yeah. he said I hate you <laughs> I really don't like you like that <laughs> and 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 I, I said gee man what's what's the problem and I pulled up a chair which probably wasn't smart and uh, he said I cannot sanction your before Shopper, our appliance department has some surprises in store for you. Just in time for Christmas, too, we have added a brother sewing machine to our inventory. On sale now for just $99.97, this incredible machine sews straight, zigzag, satin, applique, and twin needle stitches. And it features a lightweight free arm which converts to a flat bed.
Uh, Juicy Cogburn. Chris Crespo. Oh, my God. Wait, no, that's how we started the Patreon. <laughs> um, we are back. It's episode 457. Oh, thank heaven for 457. That's right. Thank heaven for the penguins, and thank heaven for Drewster Cogman. Drewster, where can people find you on the internet? I mean, me personally, that you really can't. I, I I have a parody account on Twitter, though. So He's out there. Whatever, you can, whatever that is. You can pay homage to the Twitter account uh, that what, way. What is that? At Drewster Cogman? At Drewster Cogman. Uh, maybe someone even will want to set up a Venmo at Drewster Cogman and accept tithings there. Oh, there don't have to be taxes on that shit. Fuck that. Not under the church of the many saints of the... We're not doing that. <laughs> so, uh... <coughs> so, gmail.com, patreon.com, slash So, we got the Facebook group. I put up a comment, question, thread. And then I also, on the show, tell people to delete their Facebook account. Is it confusing? Yes. Am I a hypocrite? Yes. Do I give a shit? No. Well, no, I mean, you're just... You're, you're, you're providing a bit of a service on Facebook, and it will be there until you decide... I mean, until everybody's gone, I guess. So they're all gone. I'm and, waiting and for all of them to leave. Yeah. And then once I see that so the, the just, group is empty... You're just the last person at the party. I'm yeah. going to turn out the light. I'm just there to turn out the light, guys. Um, yeah, I got I got too much going on internet-wise to just abandon all social medias, I think. Maybe we'll see in the new year. But until then, facebookgroup.com slash That's how that works. I put up a question, comment, picture. It's usually very cute. And then you can leave a comment on it, and then Drew will read it, and then we'll discuss it. And here is an example of how that goes. Oh, uh, Ron got at us. What up, Ron? Am I too late? No, I'm, no. Reading, I'm reading this, Ron. <laughs> uh, what top three Bond... I guess, what are your top three Bond songs and the three worst? Worst is And hard. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, it, the, all the questions go together. I, I'm okay, so, I, okay, I, I okay. had to read yeah, sure. on to... My bad. No, that's uh, my bad. And, uh... Hang on. What? Okay. Top three Bond songs mm-hmm. and the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and top three <laughs> Bond song sequences. Does the song... Oh, yes. ...need the title in the song to be good? Oh, yes. No time to die. I mean, they all... I think most do all of them have the name, see the name of the movie. I, I, I want to say that they do. I'm gonna say like if they're 25 theme songs, 24 of them say the name Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, precisely. All right, top three songs. Uh, separate from sequences. Bottom three is tough because I'm just honestly just not familiar enough with all of the themes to yeah. say like, oh, these are the worst. Although we did say in the first half of the show. The, the, the title kind sequence of, for this one was kind of blah. Yeah, this one was blah, and that we're kind of ambivalent about the recent style of the of the <coughs> most recent three, the Adele one, the Sam Smith yeah. one, and this Billie Eilish one. When they announced Billie Eilish was doing the theme, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to put some stank on this theme. It's, it's going to be, be awesome. And then, no. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be a radio hit. No. No, 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 it's, no. It's another Bond song. It's just Billie Eilish singing a Bond song. Yeah, it's boring. Um, my favorite is Duran Duran's A Time to... A time to kill. Of you to a kill. Of yeah. you to a kill. It's yeah. it's fucking Duran Duran. Um, but for the longest time before that, though, my favorite was also um, "Live or Let Die." Boom, boom. You know that shit you hear on the radio. Uh, apart from the music, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? So I'm saying I'm a, I'm gonna go with "You to a Kill," Duran Duran, "Live or Let Die." Uh, uh, is that Wings? Technically, I think that's Wings. 
I think it's wings. Okay. And um, well, Earth, Earth, is it Eartha Kitt or Shirley Bassey? Shirley Bassey, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. I can't remember much about... I remember Diamonds Are Forever. That's also Shirley Bassey. But, but, but it's the same exact but, same people did the Goldfinger theme. John Barry and Shirley I really Bassey. only know it because of the Kanye sample. So. <laughs> hey, Kanye. <laughs> Kanye steals from the best, man. No, he knows exactly. what he's doing. He references good stuff, man. So, um, how I really about, can't say much about this. How about... Um, I'm not super into Bond. They're just they're I know, action for, movies Yeah, to for me. you, yeah, they're not... I'm into them, but not that much, and you're into them even less. Um, there's a Chris Cornell one for Casino Royale where he's just like... I'm rolling, I'm free. No, that's something else. And then there's Alicia Keys and Jack White did the Quantum of Solace one. Isn't that weird? No, that is. <laughs> right? It's a weird duo. Uh, I can't remember. Obviously can't remember that one at all. And Madonna did the Die Another Day one, which only makes sense because she was in the movie. Okay. Um, I don't remember that song either. No. I can't remember the songs. And I actually have to like sit down and listen, listen to, to them. them all. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I almost thought about it, actually. Uh, uh, was it yesterday or two days ago when I had some time? I was like, I bet you there's a list, a playlist of just all the all the title themes. You're like, probably right. And I could probably just sit down for like an hour or so and listen to them all. And probably a good chunk of them all just sound. For a while, it all sound like one thing. Then for a while, that all sound a little different. Then the 80s, it gets weird because of cocaine. And then it goes back to like sound all similar again, you know, because coke gets out of fashion. Um, we're not really answering your question, Ron. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, sorry about that. We tried. All right. Uh, if I paid for Drew's Apple access, would you do a Ted Lasso review? Also, he said also Fountain, but I think it was. I think it's Foundation. You may mean Foundation. Yeah. yeah. As a guest also. I want to see both of those uh, shows. It's at least what at, at least a two month question mark. So I guess he wants to pay for Apple access, Apple Plus for the, I guess probably the both of us. Right? Is that, can we do that, or is Apple, yeah. or is or is Apple Plus restrictive? No, because I, I got the I got the thing on my uh, on my TV over here on my 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 visit. Not even a TV; it's a monitor. Uh, the Apple TV app is available to us. Uh, like you could watch it via your 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 your, your my Vizio. Well, I mean that game, or, or my your, Xbox. That's as what well. I say. Your gaming console. I, I get it, um, dude. I want to watch those shows. If you want us to allocate, Ron, you've been an executive producer of the podcast for so long. If you want us to allocate funds towards Apple TV to so we can review those shows, I think that's a reasonable request. No, I mean, okay, so there yeah, we go. We'll, yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll take care of it, I guess. We'll do it. We'll do it. It'll happen. Subscribe to so many goddamn things. <laughs> I just subscribe to a, a podcast thing. Are you kidding me? I'll do. I'll subscribe to Apple TV. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, it says uh, I love Venom. It. It's the yeah. first gay superhero movie that is canon. Interesting. Ah, but you know what? The question, though. Gay is a gay just because Tom Hardy voices both characters? Because uh, Venom is still an alien symbiote. Is he even male? Do they have male, female? Ge- and then gender, sexuality, those are different things anyway. So, I mean, does Venom... Well, well I mean, they're he- symbiotes. I think it's male, female only depends on what host he's on. Mm. He changes, right? If he wraps around Michelle Williams, then has sex with with Eddie Brock, then it's a quote like hetero coupling. But then if it's like, but then if he's just an alien form, but he's talking like this, he's got a deep voice. So, well, so no, I think so maybe he's, he's called presenting maybe, as male. Maybe he talks about the club scene where he kind of comes out 
as alien though, but he comes out as alien. He does say like, "I am out. I'm out of the closet. Yeah. I am out of the closet." But as that's as an alien though, I don't think it's... it feels or or is or is the symbiote gay? Is the symbiote gay? Do symbiotes have sex? Is there sexuality amongst the symbiotes? I feel like I'm not. I am absolutely not trying to poo-poo nothing or or say anyone's wrong. I feel like maybe more though it feels like it's coded gay in the same way that like the X Men are coded gay. You know, like the X Men are because they're. I mean, it's a it, it's a similar type. You no, know, the X Men are quote mutants yeah. who are put down for well, who I mean, they're, they're what they're born as. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're coded for any minority in all Correct. reality. Any, any, right? So. Oh. Uh, Using the verbiage of coming out of the closets is very specific. And then they've been very upfront about this being a love story between Venom and Eddie Brock. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying no, but I feel like it's still not, like it could be gayer. Like, I, I mean, let's see some, let's see some men kissing. Uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character in Eternals, Phasmos, Phantos, whatever his name is. He is, He's married. He is married to a man in that movie. He is supposed to be a gay superhero. And, like, we'll see how gay he gets. Yeah. PG uh, uh, Eternals is the first Marvel movie to be PG-13 with the label, including sexuality. Because he, he probably kisses a man. It's because he kisses a man, and that's why they're like, oh, sexuality. The no. fucking goddamn uptight as hell. Uh-huh. MP- Fuckers. Motherfucker. How dare they show men on men kissing? My, my, my kids are going to see this. And they're going to think it's fine that a man can kiss another man? I mean... A man can kiss a male horse full on on the lips. When, when did that happen? <laughs> or, like, or, or like on the nose or something. Where? When? In a movie. They like, can. Yeah, you, you can kiss a you can kiss a horse on the nose, and, and that's and, not and get a PG. You can kiss a dog <laughs> and, and, get, no, and no, get a PG. No one gives a fuck. Airbud Air Air got kisses. But if, but G-rated movie. But if you kiss a, a man, another a, human a, man, if a man kisses another man out of love, not even out of lust, but out of love. PG thirteen for sexuality, right? It's weird. Goddamn motherfuckers, Ron. Ron, your side, buddy. Yo, I I want to see I want to see dudes fucking dudes in the next Shazam movie. It's a, it's a, it's a, the, the next is Captain Marvel is not out. Quote, dot 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 yet. Yeah, but she's totally she yeah she's totally coded as uh um lesbian in Captain Marvel though. Like they hinted at it hundred percent. Uh, uh, but then also, isn't she? Is she a human though, Captain Marvel? Technically, she technically she's a human body that's being pos- that's kind of like possessed by the spirit. She's a, of... she's a human first who touches the tesseract, right? Is that what happens? I forget. I forget about what the actual. What's the lore? Isn't it change anyway? I'm confused. I, I need to rewatch Captain Marvel too if I was yeah, going to care. You're about, right. Like, is she a human? Isn't she? A, what's the not the well, creed, definitely any the... human body. She's in the human body. And maybe, I mean, she has some of the humans. Cause, like, ties and emotions. Jude Law and all of them. Like, yeah, what, but, what I, but, are I think, but I think, I don't know, some sort of weird else, hu- right? humanoid alien thing. Yes. It, she's like she's like a Kal-El type. She's no. like a Kryptonian. Well, no, no she's human. But she's human, she, though. Yeah. Because, remember, she, th- there's, the, there's that whole pre-life that she yes has to remember that, that, yes, in the movie. Yes, the corny ass. Yeah. You always got to do that goddamn trope in these movies, right? Um, embarrassing how little I remember of, of the that Captain movie. Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I, except, I just remember the parts that, that I like. She turns into basically like a Super Saiyan and just now she's like a, the universal savior. I remember that part at the end, yeah, where she flies <laughs> her spaceships. I remember that vividly. Yeah. That was fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just want a movie like that. Yes, I can't wait for the her sequel where she's just flying through spaceships, awesome all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that that's the kind of shit Dark Phoenix should be doing in these movies. Yeah, she's supposed to be like the ultimate, ultimate, you know. And the worst thing that she did was like she made a bunch of things float in X Men Three. Remember that one? Yeah. And then and then weird young no, Patrick she, Stewart she, was like, she's, no. she's supposed to be flying through the universe as a fiery phoenix devouring planet. She's supposed to be, <laughs> she's supposed to be amazing. She's supposed to be amazing. Like Ultron eating a whole galaxy, yeah. priming us for for Galactus. Um, man, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be. Fa- I mean, I'm hoping they do right with Eternals in terms of on screen representation for a gay superhero, and also the idea being to this is very important that the superheroes. Uh, uh, sexual orientation is not paramount to the character or to story. It's just who he is. He's allowed to be a gay character, you know? He's allowed to be black. He's allowed to be gay. We need someone's allowed to be Spanish. We need someone who's allowed to be... It's okay to be white. Good for I mean, you. It's, ev- it's okay to be all these other things as well. I mean, at least everybody's using their... Seems what their their native accents in these movies. That's true, too. In this movie. No, one, no one's putting on a thing, no. right? Uh, some like, high, homeboy, well, homeboy doesn't need to be American to be a superhero. Yeah, they're all like he's an English guy. We got a Spanish lady. We got a yeah. They all they're all mixed up. Kit Harrington, he's just an English guy yeah. who I know is in a trailer because now I've seen the Eternal trailer a few times in front of these movies. He, dude ain't doing nothing. He's just kind of like standing around in a t-shirt talking to people while other people do stuff. I know he's not an Eternal, but he did tell me that he is. Yeah. Black Knight is an Avenger. Mm-hmm. We always yeah. see. I guess black it's a fla- it, yeah. it's a flashback, real quick, of him doing like a Black Knight stuff. But is he gonna do anything in this movie? He's just gonna I stay in the room. I want to see some Black Knight shit, man. And what's his thing? Is he just like eternal? I, have no idea. Or what's I think. I think. I think maybe he welds Excalibur, and maybe that has some sort of magical power. Imbues some power yeah. upon him, keeps him alive longer. Some, yeah. Lengthy uh, uh, Logan style aging process, Perhaps. or something, or maybe he's Monty Python. He just runs around getting his limbs chopped off all day, and then, <laughs> and then they just go back. back. <laughs> I don't fucking know. We'll find out. <laughs> November fifth, Marvel's Eternals. Yeah, that'd be funny. If Chloe Chow's character is like, yeah, and then he he's like, this is a flesh wound. This is a flesh wound. God, I. I really, I so really weird. hope Kit Harrington says it's just a flesh wound at some point, at some point in this movie. Right. I would lose my fucking shit. Like, wow, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe secret Monty Python fan. That's wild. That'd be hilarious. Chloe Zhao being director of this movie is causing is going to cause some problems for Marvel trying to get Eternals to play in theaters in China because she is sort of persona non grata with the Chinese government. I'm sure because she is a foreign national. Who has talked shit in the past about? Yeah, uh, because because she's of Chinese descent and doesn't actually live there. So yeah, I think she lived there when she was young and yeah. moved out. Uh, I think she spent most of her time in Canada. That's perhaps, fine. As, as, as long as she just she's a citizen of a different country, she's safe, fucking safe. Yeah, she can't be uh, <laughs> a, a fucking she rendition can't be black back to yeah, yeah black bag for sure. Yeah, I don't. I think she may be a Canadian citizen. And uh, but then like Nomadland ain't never gonna see light of day in in China. That's fine. I'm not sure if. It, it's. Uh, I'm not sure if they understand that culturally. They love our movies, though. They love okay. our movies because for a long time they weren't getting movies. Do they have? Do, do a lot of them work in shitty factory jobs? Because, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and have to live in their vans. What Drew, are you asking me? People in China have to work shitty jobs. Well, no, but, but I thought. But but I I thought they had like because the Chinese. I thought they did the the dormitory style you, shit. They do. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, so, there, there's so many people not, quote, that live unquote, there. Like they don't have to travel for their shit factory work. They, I, I, they they get to live at the factory. They, they do that as well. Maybe how about this? I'm I'm surprised that the China. I saw Walmart the high cost of low prices. I know what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, re- I remember that one. 
That was, that was a good it's one. It's my Walmart. That was a hot one. The um, No, I'm actually surprised now that I think about it that China hasn't, like, they haven't picked up Nomad Land in terms of, like, let's play this for everyone in our country so that they can see how shitty it is in, in America, America. Yeah. how late-stage capitalism has failed Americans. They, they could do it through that lens, and it would be pretty it's, damning. It's goddamn yeah. perfect propaganda for their yeah. one-state communist shit, man. I don't know. Maybe call it child secret of working for the Chinese. Hmm. <laughs> is going to be pretty fun. Um... What were we talking about Ron's question? Uh, yeah, he's also asked, did, did y'all watch the other two on HBO Max? It has a secondhand embarrassing moment that I actually pushed through instead of not watching at all. The other two. Let's find out. Yeah, Drew's gonna look up the other two. I don't know what this is. I mean, Ron, there's... Everyone knows there's so much shit to watch. Uh, it becomes ridiculous to try it to sift through It is a comedy series. It has two seasons. It's on HBO Max. It is... Starring a bunch of people that I don't know. Molly Shannon, Ken Marino, okay. I know them. Yeah, 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 sure. So Wanda, it's a, Wanda Sykes. So it's a comedy. It's a com- It's American comedy series. Name some of the names that you don't know. Uh, uh, at the oh, top. Hang on, sorry. No, no problem. Drew Tarver. Yes, I love Drew Tarver. Helena York. I don't know them. Case Walker, Molly Shannon, Ken Marino, Josh Segarra, Wanda Sykes. Okay, okay. I'm Gideon Drew- Glick. Richard Kind's in it. Nice, Richard Kind, fucking legend Richard Kind, former roommate of George Clooney. There's a great story where uh, George Clooney was, uh, Richard Kind has a cat, and, and he left town for like a week. So, uh, wait, no, what happened? What had happened? It's, yeah, no. For, no, okay, this is, this is a crazy story. Richard Kind and George Clooney are roommates. Richard Kind has a cat. For a full week, George Clooney would get up early and clean Richard Kind's cat's cat box, the litter box. Because it was disgusting? N- no. Because he's he's a weirdo. Because because George Clooney's a quote prankster. So he wake up and he cleaned the box. And Richard Kind would be like, "My cat's not pooping for a full week." Richard Kind thought his cat was not shitting. So he took him to the vet. That's like there's nothing wrong with him. And then on the last day, George Clooney took a shit in the cat box. And then for and, and then to make him yeah. think that it was it all came out that, of Richard Kind's cat. That's weird. George Clooney's a fucking psychopath. That's psychopath. Legendary story, and, and and then Ron has another comment as well. Um, the other two, uh, I don't know it, Ron, but uh, I I am a big Drew Tarver fan because of podcasting and because of bajillion dollar properties. Okay. Uh, so I'd be willing to check it out just because of him. It's something written by Saturday Night Live writers. It's okay. some sort of comedy series. Okay, I I give I give it a shot. HBO Max. I'm not I'm not watching any. What was the last comedy show? I mean, we're watching what what we do in the we'll shadows the right shadows. now. Outside of that. Oof, it's tough, right? People loved Hacks. I watched a couple episodes, couldn't really get into it. I'm a Gene Smart fan, too, but it's hard. Fake comedy is hard. Yeah. Like fake stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Right? I feel like we don't watch too many comedies. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, wa- I want to watch the, uh, I'm, the new Chappelle special just came out. The, the last one of the Netflix series. Man, I saw that thing. We're going to talk a bit about this, actually, in the news section. I haven't seen it. I've I seen some, like, uh, Black Hasselhoff, Anthony Davis... He called it straight basura. He's What's that tra- mean? Trash. Okay. That's Spanish for trash. He said it is bad. That there's not even comedy in it. It's just like Dave Chappelle talking is talking, uh, shit. talking his political political stuff and okay. like forgetting the jokes. Or maybe of. it's just maybe if you don't find that stuff, it's maybe it's a sense of humor thing. I mean, 
Anthony's pretty funny. I'm gonna if he thinks it's not good, I'll, I'm gonna go outside with him. Like I'll probably I'll may check it out. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna have to watch it for myself. Um, it's, Dave, it's Dave Chappelle. First I don't really like his stuff. First so. of all, it's yeah. Unless he finally fell off the rails, which could happen. Um, is that the end for the Facebook comment? No. Okay, I'm gonna just jump real quick. We'll go back to it. Then I'm sorry, Ron. Uh, there is a story here about how um, so Dave Chappelle's special goes in again on the transphobia. Okay, well he's just like with the uh, I'm not with trans people. This stuff, the other. Does he, does he explain himself and then make jokes, it, or, no, is he just, it, or does he just make jokes in bad taste? I think it's. I think he thinks that the joke is a joke in bad taste. This comment is that like every person in this room passed through the legs of a woman. This whole thing being that like. Mm-hmm. If you, if you have the reproductive organs to give birth, then that that makes you a woman. So that means obviously, then if once a woman the postmenstrual well, bio- and she then that's not she's not a woman anymore. And then women who can't have birth because of defects or whatever, then they're not women either because they can't. You know, the, the, his myopic view of what a woman is apparently involves is a human who gives birth to other humans. Yes, only only those people are females. N- nothing to do with chromosomes x x x y y. The last man has show a far more at this point the show has shown a far more nuanced take of what gender is versus what Dave Chappelle wants to claim well yeah I, I mean and, th- and that's even kind of like a twist like may- maybe because the original wasn't like that you mean? well it's not that it wasn't like that it was just kind of like a background thing like it wasn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you weren't following a character and like, now there is like, a character like Hero's friend in Y the trans, uh, trans uh, Elliot yeah oh, whatever trans Sam man? I don't know Sam. I think it's, the, I it's think one the, of those androgynous I, names I think the actor's name is Elliot and his name is Sam. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like that's not in the comic books, right? Be- so because it was done in two thousand five, no, when, where the, when the, even then the story was di- it was a different take on the world. And, yeah, it was a different world completely. Yeah, even then, in this century, even then, people's overall idea of gender, sexuality, yeah. all that, et cetera, et cetera, had, was, was far different. more. Yeah. Uh, tranny was still used very I'm regularly sure. for to yeah. describe a, a, a trans, transsexual. Female was also yeah. big. No one uses female chicks anymore. With <laughs> chicks with dicks. <laughs> Last time I heard chicks with dicks was Ted too. Where it's like, there's no such thing as chicks with dicks. There's only dudes with tits, <laughs> and that's that- not true. There are chicks with dicks out there. I've, I've seen them on it. <laughs> the, the internet's a crazy place. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just different that the, the mm-hmm. we're, we're evolving and understanding of all that. And Dave Chappelle is the type who, he's just an old school guy. He's like, no, nah. mm-hmm. a woman is a woman is a man or a man. And that's it. You want to, and he probably also tries to couch it in quote liberal terms where it's like, if you want to be a man who wants to be a woman, that's fine. He's probably like, that's fine. Just don't tell me you're a woman. He's doing that sort of thing. Well, I mean, he's got, he's got obviously hardened defined views of what of, a man of, is and what terms. a woman is. And for to be a guy who is so... This is what always gets me, because it's always people... Not always people, but... That's a generalization. That's bad. The um, it, But when people are... Like, they are so smart in their view of, like, a certain minority viewpoint of the world, that he can see how black people are, are exploited and... And uh, et cetera, et cetera. Very acutely. Very, very much so. He has a great view of that. But then to ask him to then uh, transpose that view to trans people who have uh, a record, like, record high suicide rates, unemployment, homelessness. Uh, Yeah, they're they're, they're the most discriminated against people. I'm sure. It's like trans people and... uh, 
uh, native people, like First Nations people, they're 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 neck to neck racing for most well, discriminated thing, against so in this country. For, for First Nations people is just because like the whole reservation deal, yes, like all that, that, yes. that never worked out for them whatsoever. No, it didn't. <laughs> it worked out poorly. It worked like, out very like poorly. apparently there are still reservations that don't have fucking running water, and this is the year two thousand. What uh, exactly? <laughs> and and so, uh, they have like record high. Also, they have record high suicide rates, record high yeah. murder rates. Uh, unsolved like crime rates and uh-huh, stuff. I'm sure so uh, that 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 yeah, happens to the most marginalized that, people in our country that that I get and yeah I mean just I think for the trans people unfortunately it's a cultural thing yeah like, uh, yes people are just they, they don't know enough trans people yes they don't know enough trans people precisely like if you knew if there was like a trans person in your family then you'd be more open to be like no this is fine let them let them be who they are but when they're the other then it's disrupting your way of life and you're like no I don't want this I can't have maybe some people unfortunately even if it is your family they're like you're disrupting yeah (laughs) my my moral and worldview what the fuck is going on that's extremely unfortunate to 100% so Chappelle is doing a special where he says some transphobic stuff and uh, doubling down on past comments that he said Getting behind J.K. Rowling, who's also okay, been so like, you know, it's, so that's him. That's, it, it's fine. Dave right, Chappelle no, transphobic. No one's perfect, unfortunately. But Dave Chappelle transphobic. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm not. We're not throwing the baby out the bathwater. But uh, the person who is the showrunner, and I think also the director of the movie, Dear White People, mm-hmm. right? Dear White People was a movie, and now it's a TV show or Netflix show. And uh, man, I gotta click on the link to get this person's name. She has found success with this Dear White People program. Mm-hmm. Uh, she signed on to something else recently that's, like, pretty big. Uh, Jacqueline Moore. Jacqueline Moore is her name. Jacqueline Moore tweeted that she will not work with Netflix as long as they continue to put out and profit from blatantly and dangerously transphobic content. Why does uh, Jacqueline Moore care? Because Jacqueline Moore is a trans woman. Well, it's number six, so this is the last one on his deal. He not to, he's not doing it anymore unless Netflix yeah, pays him you know, whatever he decides he wants. Here's the quote. Gender is a fact. Every human being in this room, every human being on Earth has to pass through the legs of a woman to be on Earth. Uh, there's got to be some test tube babies out there, right? Oh, sure. Not test tube bait. In, in Ma- vitro is one thing. Has anyone been born outside of a woman's body? I mean, in a fake womb? In a fake sack? Maybe. Artificial sack? Perhaps. I don't know how far science has gone or what weird experiments have been done all over the world in the last however many years. Yeah, right. Since something like that was even feasible. Someone someone did some shit like that. Uh, so Chappelle, J.K. Rowling, they fall under a category known as TERF, T-E-R-F, Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminists, where it's like, yeah, I'm a feminist, I support women. I- as long as they're born women, as long as they're a woman like me. As long as they got the chromosomes and the genitalia that make me weird. Well, what about? I mean, it, you can go so deep on, on, on gender, g- gender identity, and all that stuff. And of course, cinema crispy. So it's the place where you come to get all the info. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's. I find it so so fucking fascinating. So uh, the the Jacqueline Moore is like, fuck you, Netflix. So she's out. She. I think she also has since already quickly signed a deal with someone else she is moving yeah. on probably HBO Max I think so Okay. anyway back to Ron's comment uh, also did, did y'all hear about the Twitch the Twitch leak 
Uh, yeah, I did see a little bit about that. I watched Critical Role, and I I loved it, and watched it live. And they have uh, a dream about and have a dream about joining the game since they work in Burbank, six miles from my house. Here's a snip of their new animation show. Will Drew watch? I don't know if it's it's animated. Hang on, what is it? It's a Twitch show. A Twitch show. Does a, uh, a link to Twitch? Also watching a YouTube vid of the missing episode of What If. That due to COVID will be pushed next season. Watching a YouTube link to it. Oh, what? So it's only so apparently it's, it's partially completed and uh, available. Well, apparently, there's an animated show that just got uh, the Amazon original, The Legend of Vox Machina. Ooh, the Machine Voice, The Legend of the Machine Voice. Sam Witwicky. It is the Legend of the Machine Voice. I don't have a. Do I have my thing set up here at all? How do I? How do I get this thing working again? Sam Witwicky. Oh my God, Sam! I mean, it looks fine. Oh, I may or may not watch it. Ah, sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, I'm more excited. Uh, I saw the uh, the Cowboy Bebop live action trailer. Didn't they just put out? It's just the opening credits. Yeah, it's just a, it's a it's a remake. A redo, yeah. But they're, but they're missing. They're missing Edward. What, what what are they missing? Edward. Wh- which one's Edward? The... Edward. I didn't actually watch. I only saw a little bit of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ed- Edward is actually a-, a female, but the name's Edward. Like you you think he's just you think it's a he, and then there's a reveal that it's a she. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she's like a, a programmer and like a computer whiz, okay. a hacker. Okay, okay. But fine. she's like in the majority of it and in the credits of the show. I, once she's introduced, I think so. Maybe she's just not introduced and right away on the live action show, so she's not in the opening credits. Oh, well, well Edward's kind of androgynous, so uh, well, I mean, this is '90s Japanese animation. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. I'm looking forward to that. I hope it's good. Um, um, I like John Cho. I hope. I hope they do. He also broke I, his I mean, leg for that show. So apparently, this isn't a remake. Where they're, they're, oh, interesting. They're not remaking episodes. This is like. Further adventures of it's kind of like a it's like a, a live action side quote. Interesting, where okay. you know, wow. All right, well, shit. Stop shaking. Stop shaking. Stop shaking. Stop shaking. This is a weird episode. Um, well, every episode's a weird episode. Yeah, that you know what? It's a weird show. The uh, we we appreciate it, Ron. Speaking of animated stuff, I I, I saw a. Uh, I saw What's a trailer for a bright inspired anime on Netflix. No, I don't want any more bright stuff. Really, man. It's called Bright Something Something Something. It's done, you know, and it's an anime. Oh so. God, the whole world that weird orcs exist uh-huh. and all that. Yeah. Orcs and elves. I don't. I don't know. This is orcs, elves, and samurai because it's an anime. <laughs> they're trying to jazz it up a bit I don't know you gonna check it out I mean it's an anime I, I, and the animation style looks interesting at least so. give it an episode is it a series or a movie no it's a movie it's, oh, okay. and it's only like it's, I think it's under 90 minutes yeah, too fuck so. it then yeah just watch it watch it let us know yeah. <laughs> god damn it bright um, okay I have a lot of stories and not a lot of time so we'll just I'm, I'm just gonna read your headlines and we'll see what happens Scarlett Johansson settled her Disney lawsuit. For a bunch of money, I'm sure. About $40 million per sources, according to Deadline.com. That's, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. She sued for 60 originally. Okay. Well, and she, she got, got 40. She got two-thirds, yes. Four, that's not only, pretty good. Not 
only Drew did she get forty million dollars, but her can- canceled Tower of Terror movie is back on. Is back on, baby. So, and I'm sure she's like an executive producer yeah. get, who's going to be making the X number of dollars on the front and X number of dollars on the back, and she's going to star yes. and be an actress. So she's going to make another X number of dollars, and Disney's just going to pay her the fucking shit ton of money. Yeah, so just, <laughs> just for her to please be quiet, please be quiet, stop, 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 please be quiet, please be quiet. <laughs> Our stock is tanking. I mean, they say, uh, they, they, they say that no press is bad press, but this is bad press. This is, this is the worst <laughs> press. Stop it. This is the worst. We, we, everyone loves Black Widow. We underestimated you. Um, and then also, we gotta imagine she's whatever, if they do a Disney Plus release, she's getting that money is there if they yeah. even bother to do that, right? So. Well, it's already a Disney it's a Disney movie, but meaning if they but do it, like some sort of day and date shit, which is the whole kerfuffle with Black Widow, yeah. where they g- gave it a $30 oh, sure, gate and she didn't get a dollar of that uh, money. I, I am sure that this lawsuit is start to write those sort of legal yeah. contracts into whatever these deals the, are. The corporations are going to yeah. figure out, okay, well, here's the money that they can expect. We got to start yeah. ponying this up. That. That IATSE strike, the uh, the stage workers. How's that going? The workers have voted ninety eight percent for striking. When does the strike start? I don't. I, I don't. I didn't look that up. I didn't look okay. up what the actual date is. But the workers are ready to strike. Uh, so if, to be, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's, they don't pony up the money, it's going to happen very soon. It sucks that they're you know fighting for. A living wage and decent working hours. But yeah, the better working conditions. The other. Yeah, and money and streaming money. They need yeah. profits from the streamings and they need better working. Well, isn't that isn't that whole profits from the streamings? Isn't that because of a classification issue? It's be- yes, because it's an old classification that needs to be updated, and the update they're asking for isn't even crazy. It's wild how like little they're actually asking for. It's wild, and they gotta fight so hard for it. Um. Late stage, cap- sure. late stage. This is the late stage capitalism episode, no. but also the trans identity episode. This is a very social-minded episode. I mean, it makes sense for four fifty-seven. It makes sense for four fifty-seven. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? No. Four five seven. Oh, thank heaven. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. Trans identity politics and 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 workers' rights are important. I mean, workers' rights. Yeah, definitely. Very important. Um, Netflix ordered an Edgar Allan Poe series from the Midnight Mass people, the guy who did um, Doctor Sleep. Okay. And he did the the house, the haunting of Hill House. I mean, I, I've seen the new one Netflix. Yeah, and then Midnight thing. Mass is the new one that people are all about. This guy has done all this stuff. Is it good? Uh, Has anybody seen it? Bill loved it. Well, Bill, I mean, Bill loved it. <laughs> I know he loves horror stuff, but when he it comes loved to, it. The thing is, the thing, man. I, I respect Bill's opinion we on love, so love, many things. We love Billy the Billy the even, our, even our horror film aficionado. Even on horror movies, but there's some horror movies that he loves that I do not like. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have different <laughs> tastes when it comes to horror stuff for sure. But he has, but he has a bigger yeah, frame of reference twine. though. Yeah. I mean he's the one yeah. Yeah, 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 no, 100%. 100%. I mean one cut of the dead. So he he loved, yeah, one cut of the dead, exactly. Great shutter exclusive. It's a great movie. <laughs> Uh, Midnight Mass, he liked very much. Uh, my girlfriend, she thought it was okay. Oh, uh, so that they put it somewhere in the middle there. Those people just got signed on to do um, the uh, which one is it? Edgar Allan Poe series. That's the uh, the House of Usher. Okay, I can't recall which one that is. Me neither. I didn't actually read any Edgar Allan Poe. I went 
through an EAP phase for sure. You know, read um Casco Amontillado. That, that's a guy. That's a guy who gets um, buried alive, sealed into a brick wall underground. You know, like a wine cellar. No, in a somewhere. And how long does he last in the book? Oh no, it's uh, it's sealed up. I'm dead. Okay, good. <laughs> it's it, these are good. dark. These are dark stories. I read that. I read Pit, at Pit least and Pendulum. At least it's realistic. Pit and the Pendulum's yeah, it is very realistic. Pit and the Pendulum is fascinating because it's written from the perspective of the person thrown in a in a pit that there's no light down there. So very much of it is like how this person figures out the size of the room he's in and what's going on. It's it's weird. I read that. I, read I mean, it. I wonder if he starts hallucinating. I can't read. Really, I don't think so. Uh, I read uh, what's the one? The Murders of the Rue Morgue, which is where uh, a detective is has to figure out why all these murders happen and no one can figure out how the person got in and kill all those people and then at the end it turns out it was an orangutan there we go yeah i was like whoa heck around poe thinking monkey violence back in the day no. i definitely went through a, a phase an eap phase uh house of usher i did not read that yeah. so i don't you went through an eap phase i went through a vonnegut phase there you go that's all why right. we have different views of the world that makes sense <laughs> things track yeah i got I have darkly nihilistic romantic view of the world. Drew, darkly nihilistic uh, apathetic view of the world. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> that makes sense. This is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's that's definitely speaks volumes right there. Yeah. Um, so I already mentioned how a lot of ne- not not just Jacqueline Moore from Dear White People, but of a lot of Netflix employees actually tweeted about how disappointed they are. To work for a company that would platform Dave Chappelle's turf views. Well, I mean, they probably—I mean, it's part of the deal. They can't. What they, they spent a bunch of money. They paid for everything that went on in that special. Yeah, they got two options. They can yep. put it out there for people to watch, and now that people are talking about it, more people are going to watch it. That's true. For, for, either a, either a to criticize it, or b to be like, oh, maybe I'll watch it now. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. Because some people just like watching trash fires. Exactly. People want to see what's the what's the shit show all about. Speaking of shit show, Drewsta on Netflix. I forgot to say this is the Netflix section of the news. They ordered a '70s show. I guess you can call it sequel. The '90s show. So are we getting the same characters just now? Uh, Because uh, they're all significantly older. But they're still alive. Yes. Yes, they're still alive. So it's um, Eric's parents, Red, and what was her name? Uh, Kurtwood Smith and, and this lady, they're both still alive. Yeah, com- she was just in WandaVision. That's correct. Yes, 100%. Yes, she was. So uh, they're, they're going to be the grandparents and Eric's kids... Uh, can't uh, because he's he's on Tover Grace is involved. Okay. Um. Uh. The the grandkids come to stay with them in the same house, in point place. But now it's nineties, yeah. so uh, it's all the same. Thing. But it's the nineties. Yeah. So, uh, corn, I guess. Ooh, wah, 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 oh, something like that in the background. Maybe some disturbed. Was, Ooh, was that the nineties? Oh, that was the nineties. <laughs> Technically, it was the nineties. Still, yes, yeah, late nineties. Hey, maybe that'll be the end. Maybe that'll be like season whatever, season four, season five of that '90s show on Netflix. First, we have to get through the all all the '80s influences in the early '90s. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll jump. To the, maybe they'll jump to the mid '90s. Maybe Kirk Cobain's already dead by yeah. this point. If not, a grunge is going to be super huge. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of flannel. A lot of flannel. A lot of flannel. A lot of flannel. I mean, and, just, and they're still going to have a smoky basement. Just watch Freaks and Geeks. 
Yeah, just watch Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> that, that's exactly what this show's going to be. Why are we fucking around with that 90s show? Do you remember that 80s show? They did that for like a season. Did they? Yeah. You don't, you don't I don't remember think that? I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it was that everybody? Was it the same people, or was yeah it the di- same people? It was a direct spinoff, but I don't think it was the same characters. It was just like the same idea, that's like what, that seventy show. Was that's like, what hey. I meant by the same people. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that it's, it's not the same, same characters. Yeah, no, it's just different, different. Because uh, like, if it had the same actors, that m- maybe it would have had a chance. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, no, 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 no. Uh, Margarita number two. Yeah, so, so this, but so this, a little bit of so this is going to be the grandkids. So yeah. Yeah. Right, is anybody going to make like a, a cameo? I'm sure. Wilmer Valderrama isn't doing nothing. Whatever his name no. is. Wilmer Valderrama, he ain't doing nothing. Uh, Ashton Kutcher doesn't really act anymore. Ashton Kutcher, he's too busy having stinky children with um, also Mila Kunis. They, no. they could bring their kids to the set and do something. I bet you they show up. They probably have, they have so much money. Ashton Don't. Kutcher got so fucking filthy rich. He's so filthy rich. He's like doing things in front of like the Senate for uh, like charitable causes. That's how you know people are yeah. truly rich when they start they blowing like, millions of dollars on foundations named after themselves. It's like they feel do, guilty and do real world <laughs> yeah, shit. It's like we got to give this money back. This is too bad. Um, Hotel Transylvania Four has been sold to Amazon Prime for a hundred million dollars. Coming out. Good for Gendy Tartakovsky. Good for good. For, yes, exactly. Good for them. Um, Apple TV Plus. Funny that Ron mentioned it. Foundation has been renewed for season two. Yeah. All right. I kind of want to watch Blind on that I, fucking on that Apple TV Plus. Yes, yeah, it's another one, right? They got a bunch of interesting stuff on there. J- Jason, Mo- well, first season, Jason is, Momoa, is Jason Momoa, and, and, and the world's blind. That's second season. Second apparently. season, baby. I want to see two. Jo- I want to see two massive blind warlords kill, <laughs> kill each other. <laughs> Just like stare it off into the distance, dude. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but every, apparently everybody's blind. It sounds fun. Um, uh, so Foundation renewed for season two. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's show, however, Mr. Corman, has been canceled after one season. What was that about? It was about a guy who, uh, I kind of like the premise, where I identify with it. It's a guy who's like, I think he wants to be, he wanted to be a musician, and he tried to be a success, but he's not a success. He's a fifth grade teacher. And, he's, and he's just like, Going through the motions. Um, he's, of just life. A, he's just a mediocre no. guy who never found the uh, never uh, blossomed, and then just like the character, the show is a mediocre show that never blossomed mm-hmm. in only one season. Um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have an Apple TV show coming. Interesting. And it's gonna be a murder mystery that'll be on Apple TV. Huh. So there we go, and it will be directed by Chris Miller. Um, Chinese box office, the war film, The Battle of Chang Jin, made $235 million in its opening weekend. Holy fuck. <laughs> I, bring, I really only brought this up to let people uh, know to be suspect of Chinese box office numbers. You know, because the Chinese film group is part of the government. And a couple years ago, they very publicly all, merged it. All that money is just intertwined. It's with all a giant yeah, government slush yeah, fund. It's all government money. It's government money. The um, the film group was merged with the propaganda department. They, oh, they openly okay. stated that like a year and a half ago. Okay, so yeah, can't trust anything they say. Yes, and um, this has been going on for a few years to bolster. The, the perceived prof- Chinese economy? Yes. And the perceived success of Chinese movies. They force theaters, theater owners, to buy tickets for uh, some of these like Chinese-funded, government-funded movies that are usually historical epics. 
and uh, so there will be a, a perceived success. Uh, but meanwhile, this movie, these movies are playing to empty theaters. So there's, it's hard to tell as an outsider what is truly a hit in China and what is a reported hit. But people don't give a fuck about over there. Yeah. So just take that for a grain of salt is what I'm saying, guys. Uh, 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 Still, that's a ridiculous amount of money. It's a ridiculous amount of money, no matter how you cut it. Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber saw the movie Cats. And he saw this movie Cats. And he said, this movie is terrible. It's so terrible. It made me go out and buy a dog. Good for him. He's, he got a therapy dog. Did, did he see the butthole cut? Yeah, I don't think he ever saw the butthole cut. That legendary butthole cut. I want to see the Jason Derulo cut where he, they put his package back in. Um, the uh, He bought a therapy dog. He said Cats was so bad he bought a therapy dog to, to comfort himself. Andrew Lloyd Webber publicly smashing, smashing the adaptation of his most successful. I was about to say, people love that shit on Broadway. Yeah, man, I went and saw it. I'm so glad that my mom, like, scrapped up the money, scrapped up the money, brought the family, made us go, and, like, taken some culture. I'm so happy that I saw Cats in person so I could say, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Cats. Fuck it. It's, it's bad as a play and it's bad as a movie. Uh, but I saw it, though. I saw it on Broadway. This is, like, early 90s. Um... Elijah Wood revealed that in the Lord of the Rings set, when they had a bunch of orcs, one of the orcs was was designed to look like Harvey Weinstein because uh, <laughs> because Miramax was for a very short period of time a producer on the Lord of the Rings movies, and Peter Jackson's short time working with Weinstein was so terrible that they designed one orc to look exactly like him, so they could like uh, so just, he, so they could be like Harvey Weinstein is a terrible monster. Yes, yes, like we hate him. That was back in like '99. That's cool. Um, Issa Rae signed a huge deal with HBO Max recently to keep making stuff with them. And uh, you know how she started Issa Rae? She came up with a show called I think it's called Awkward. I think it's called Awkward Black Girl. She came up with a show for YouTube. Okay. And she put out shit on YouTube, and then HBO signed her to do Insecure. Yeah, it's called Awkward Black Girl. It was her YouTube show. And very early on, when she was developing Insecures. Someone told her, what's the quote? Girl, if you want this shit to set off to the next level, you got to put a white character in there that white people will care about that NPR is going to write about your shit and it'll blow up. And done. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Ray finishes and then it literally happened. And she, she added white characters to her show and to her shit. Mm -hmm. NPR wrote about it and it became huge. Um, and then it became to a point where people were writing about the white character more than about the main character. And she was like, fuck that shit. And she wrote the show so that we can get rid of the white character. And now it's just about black people like she always wanted anyway. Mm. So good there for go. Good for Issa Rae. Who also, by the way, I think, she's, I think Issa Rae is hot. Hot, hot, hot. Um, ben Affleck. And now she's getting rich. And rich, now rich, rich, rich. rich as fuck. Rich <laughs> as fuck. Rich as fuck. Hot as fuck. Uh, she's like 90% legs. Ben Affleck says playing Batman in The Flash was actually fun compared to the all the Justice League bullshit he had yeah, to go through. Well, because I'm sure he knew this is the end as it, well. It's like the weight is off his shoulders. Yeah. It's not dependent on him. It's, it's, this isn't a Batman movie. This isn't a fucking uh, a Justice League movie yes. that rides on Batman's shoulders for some reason. He knows now that it's just it's a Flash movie and him popping up as Batman is going to make yeah. people be like, oh, what? Oh, uh -huh. Ben Affleck, yeah. and then at some point it's gonna be Michael Keaton. They're gonna be like, "What? 
it's Michael yeah. Keaton. Meanwhile, Michael Keaton, he just went and did uh, one of these night, late night shows. Said probably Fallon or kill him. And he said he put on, first off, I guess the suit that they gave him is like the same suit from 89. Uh, and he puts it on all these years later. Fits like a glove. Dude, he's like. He's, he's shrunk back, he, I guess. He, he's, been, he's just been a small dude his yeah. whole life. He never never got the big old belly or nothing. From, and, from Batman to Birdman to Vulture back to Batman. Back to Batman. And he can fit in all them suits, no problem. Good for him. Meanwhile, Ben Affleck says, um, so he worked with another Batman, George Clooney. George Clooney directed him in this movie, The Tender Bar, that's coming out on Amazon, some okay. sort of like feel-good little movie. And he said George Clooney gave him the best notes of any director he's ever worked with. Well, and Ben Affleck has worked with some like fucking big-ass names, well. you know? But he said, I guess it's that. Well, and, he, and he's directed some big-ass names yeah. himself. Yeah, he's been on both sides. At this point now, like him or not, like he's got the experience of of, of many years and work with many people. And he said Clooney is one of, is the best in giving notes, making him one of the best uh, like actors, directors out there. I guess that's interesting. Um, guys, I got I got I got like oh my god, so many stories. I don't want to miss any of them. The um, where am I looking at? Kerry Fukunaga. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's I'm gonna skip that one. The David Chase. And James Gandolfini were barely talking by the end of shooting The Sopranos. They yeah. did not get along at the end of that show. To the point where this show was done. And they were like at some sort of mutual dinner thing. Where there was many tables set up. And he, Gandolfini was walking by. David Chase, the showrunner. His wife was like, oh, like, like James. Like, James, Jimmy, come sit over here. Sit next to us. And he looked at her and then like ignored him and went and sat somewhere else. Brutal. Brutal. Um... Venom almost had a different title. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, almost had a different title. And it was pulled specifically from uh, a Joy Division song. Okay. They almost called it, for a while, this movie was called Venom, colon, Love Will Tear Us Apart. I get it. Right? Fine. I think it's better than Let There Be Carnage, actually, to be fair. Because Let There Be Carnage is stupid. And then Woody Harrelson says it in the movie. And it's even worse. It's stupid. I like I like that title better. I mean, it's a, bad, it. it's a bad movie. I can't yeah. believe this movie. Believe this movie. <laughs> Drew. Sorry, Ron. Oh, um, so speaking of Woody Harrelson, he punched a dude at, at, at a bar. Apparently it's self-defense. And the dude got arrested. Yeah, how about that? It was at the Westgate Hotel. Not the Westgate. The Watergate Hotel. They have a rooftop bar. Oh. First off, awesome. <laughs> I want to drink at the Watergate Hotel and be like, fuck you, Nixon. And uh, But yeah, he was there. Some dude harassed him and ended up like fucking punching the guy. And then the guy got arrested. He's there because he's making a show about Watergate and all that stuff. That's why he even he's even there. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer movie. Did we talk about that before? Yes. He's making the Jay Oppenheimer movie. Yeah. He, he has Cassis Oppenheimer. And? Killian Murphy. Nice. It, it, it he... I get it. And it's his first, like, yeah. finally he gets to be the lead. He's been in so many Nolan movies. It's about time he gets to be the lead of yeah. one of them. Well, I mean, he's awesome at Peaky Blinders. I, I like Killian. I like him. I think he's a good actor. He's always compelling in movies. Um, there's a new Hellraiser movie coming, and there's a new Pinhead, and Pinhead has been cast, and it's an interesting bit of casting. Uh, I even I even planned this. This just happened. It's the trans identity episode. I don't know. Sense8. Remember Sense8? Yeah. Jamie Clayton 
is the uh, the white trans lady who is in the relationship with the black girl. Uh, she has been cast as a new hell as like the main Hellraiser, as like the pinhead type. Is that, is that what direction are we going in with these movies? <laughs> Shit, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. There's not too many SM horror film franchises out there. So, and now we got this lady so, Jamie Clayton. She was good in Sense Eight. She I, was. I really enjoyed that show. So this could be. This could be so flashy. It's gonna be. It's gonna be rippy. It's gonna be Terry. It's gonna be flashy. It's gonna be gross. Sweaty, dirty. Oh, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be so moist. Like, yes, and, and I'm not talking wet. I'm talking specifically moist. moist. Yeah, those movies, <laughs> they seem hot, hot and moist. Um, Keanu Reeves' Berserker movie is moving forward. They got okay. uh, the guy who wrote the screenplay for the Batman yeah. coming out here. He has signed on to write so his is Berserker it, movie. Is he adapting the comic book? Yes, I, I haven't seen the. I haven't read the comic. You haven't book. read the comic yet? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's Reeves' Berserker comic being turned into a movie. Interesting. Uh, I wonder if that shit's available on Amazon. It's a graphic novel yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Look that up. Look that up while I let people know that um, Tom Cruise's race to be the first person to shoot a lost. movie in space has been lost to the, the Russians, Russians. Again. Which is not a surprise because the Russians are great at being the first at stuff. Uh, those firsts are also usually bad. Yeah. <laughs> they, sent, they sent like a dog in space. That dog's dead. They spent. They sent... Uh, 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 they made the they do a lot of first things always bad. They got the first like COVID vaccine. <laughs> Ain't no one scrambling for the Russian COVID vaccine. Well, it's I've, bad. I, yeah, I can I can get volume one. You get volume one of Berserker. Yeah, get that shit and read it, and then let it to me so I can read it. Um, oh man, this is a wild story. There's this movie called Memoria. Um, it's by this um South Southeast Asian filmmaker who has made some like pretty acclaimed movies already. And it's starring Tilda Swinton, and it's got it's a weird story that involves like dream logic and stuff. And apparently, this movie Drew will be playing in one city at a time, in one theater at a time, in perpetuity. Wait, what? It's never gonna be on streaming or VOD. This movie Memoria will only be in theaters, and will only be what? on one screen a week, in one city, at a time. So we, we have to, if we ever want to see this Tilda Swinton movie, we have to wait. And apparently, Drew also played at film festivals, very well reviewed. People like this movie. We will have to wait for its Orlando week. And then it's just going to be at one theater. Probably the end scene. It's going to be at one theater, and we have to go to that one theater to see it. Isn't that crazy? That's what? A, yep. That's crazy. How? 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 Why? How? I am so confused. Memoria coming to a, a theater near you, probably eventually within the next few years. Joaquin Phoenix hinted in a in an interview that he's open to a Joker sequel. He says that there's more to explore about the character. He's open to it. He wants to do it. Whoa! So a Joker sequel, specifically Joaquin Phoenix Joker, is in the works possibly. They're going to give Todd Phillips so much money. He'll he'll crank out a script. Seriously. Um. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 8. You know what he's doing for that movie? First stunt-wise, you know what he's learning how to do? Like, before you learn how to do halo jumping, then he had to learn how to fly a helicopter. You know what he's learning now? Huh. He's learning to fly a prop plane. A 19... A World War II-era single-propeller plane. Interesting. And they're going to have a full-on chase scene with World War II-era planes for Mission Impossible 8. He's 59 years old. Just going to put that out there. 
I'm, I'm yeah, and it's fine, fine. I'm I'm 39, and I'm my I'm I'm on my second margarita. That's where we're at. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, hey, just listen, Chris. Just two different lives. That's two, all. Two different lives. It's all good. We're wrapping the. We got a television section real quick. SNL just had their premiere with Owen Wilson as the host, and I forgot who was the uh, the singer, but they just had the lowest ratings ever for their. Oh no! For the show, so uh, that's not good. Meanwhile, there's a train spotting TV show in the works, featuring the Big B character. Why? Because money. Drewster Cogburn. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I don't know about that. You know about money. You know about money. I, mean, I I understand, but I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. You know about money. You know about Catherine. Catherine Hans character Agatha Agatha from uh, WandaVision yes what if I told you instead of a WandaVision season 2 we're gonna do an Agatha show I mean aren't you excited for an Agatha show it's gonna be witchy aren't you excited for a witchy ass Agatha show who knows maybe they got the Hocus Pocus bitches combined with Why? it Why Hocus Pocus then, Agatha uh, crossover and then Hocus Pocus could be part of the MCU okay you know what I'm in now and then John and, and then Simon will go fucking lose his goddamn mind he'll lose his goddamn mind goddamn Bette Miller and horny Sarah Jessica Parker are now in the WandaVision verse with uh, Catherine Hunt eating jealous pussies it's gonna be crazy <laughs> Mo Curly and Horny <laughs> So weird. Such a weird movie. Uh, here we go. Last couple stories. I have in here in a section called Florida stuff, Drew. This is actually Florida specific. Over there in Tampa, someone bought the house where they shot the the main family stuff for Edward Scissorhands, and they turned that shit into a museum. Mm-mm. We go to Tampa and get ourselves a photo shoot at the goddamn Edward Scissorhands house, Drew. I mean, if you want to. I do. Okay, All so right. you let you, you, you let me know, I guess, when you want to go. Right. We'll t- take guess, care of that. I guess we're going. All right, I guess it's happening. We're doing it. It's I mean, happening. it's like an hour and a half drive. We can go out. We can, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's there. It's reasonable. We we'll, can, we we'll can go, go out, to the Edward Scissorhands house. We'll go out there. You can take some pictures and, you know, do it do it for the gram. And there's, there's so, there is, I guarantee you, there's this one person listening to this show right now who is somewhere else in the country or somewhere else even in the world. Maybe they're in Shropshire, England, yeah. or maybe they're in... Uh, uh, in Germany, we have German listeners, and and they're like, you can go to the Edward Scissorhands house if you wanted to. Oh man, man, what was that movie? There's a movie I think with Gwyneth Paltrow and Matt Damon. Sliding Doors. No. Shakespeare in Love. No. Uh, they did another movie. I think so. Uh, anyway, Chasing wh- Amy. What? What? One of them was uh, filmed at the Cartesan, and that's in Sarasota. Oh, well, let's go there too. So you can see that. Well, let's go if do you that. Wanted to. Let's go do the movie that no one remembers. We could find. We could find the street where uh, the the zombies are, and on that in the opening of for Day um, of the Dead. We can do the opening of Day of the Dead. We could go downtown Orlando for the opening of Lethal Weapon 3. We could go to... Uh, but that courthouse is gone. Yeah, but we they can... blew it we, up. We can still stand on, like, <laughs> stand on the street, though. <laughs> like, it was here. This was the spot. We tell, we're telling you, this is where it was. Um, all right, last story. Universal Studios is closing the Shrek 4D ride. Okay, I don't think I ever went on it. Never went on it? Not the Shrek one. Well, it's available on Netflix under the title uh, Lord Farquaad, Ghost of Farquaad, or something like that. It's a 4D presentation show that they have since like rendered into normal 3D and released it for people to be able to watch. They even bundled it on the DVD with Shrek 1 oh, and 2 okay. and some shit. 
Um, but that show is closing in January. Say okay. goodbye to Shrek 4D. Um, also, The Mummy will be closing for like six months for renovation. Oh, boo. That just means they're keeping it. They're fixing it up. I love that. I love that ride for whatever reason. It's a great it's ride. Because really it's a great ass ride, man. That's why Universal Studios come on sponsor the show. Just a guy when it's the end of the episode. Thank you. Yes, yeah, watch the show. Give us some free tickets. Give you us know, some goddamn free tickets. You should do expensive for me, man. Uh, I mean, Disney, you should do that too. I've, I've I've been seeing a lot of your product lately. Maybe you should hook it up. Yeah, hook it up, Disney. What the fuck, man? Send us some of your exclusive 50th anniversary merchandise, and we'll we'll go to your parks for free. That's how that works. Right? Just, just once. We're influencers. I'm, I'm not even trying to be greedy about it. I influence people to do things in the past. I have. I'll, I'll even do it off peak time. Yes, we'll go off peak. <laughs> Tuesdays, 8 a.m. I'm there. It's fine. Just give me a couple of days notice. Uh, yeah. We but have, it's on your time, yeah, Disney. We, we got, like, work and stuff. We got to do with work. Okay. True. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, listeners. We'll be back next week with episode 458. It's going to be great. We're going to talk about Halloween Kills as well as something else. I can't remember, but it's something. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>